All right, what is up, everybody? Chris here from Chris Gates Fitness. I am back with another episode of the podcast. And uh, like always, first and foremost, I want to thank you for tuning in. Um, today's episode is the first in a while. And um, I want to catch you guys up on <clears throat> why it's been so long since I've I've had an episode on the podcast and uh, also talk about the topic of the day. Um, what we're really going to dive into today is the topic of intermittent fasting. And it's one that I want to kind of just explain in some detail for you in case this is something that might work for you to reach whatever your health or fitness goals may be. Um, intermittent fasting is something I use personally quite a bit when I'm looking to drop weight. Um, and it's also one that I use with a lot of my clients, uh, periodically, if not, you know, over the, the long haul, um, of a diet or of a goal, uh, uh, uh reaching a client's goals. So I want to dive into what intermittent fasting is, talk about why it works and some, uh, applications of it that may work for you. But, uh, before we dive into all of that, like always, want to remind you uh, that I am a online coach. What I do is I coach people uh, to their fitness or nutrition goals. So if you have any type of goals and uh, you're not sure how to get there, um, or you just want some guided coaching to get you from point A to point B, that is what I do. Um, I work with people with goals across the board. So whether it's that you want to uh, build muscle, if you want to drop weight, if you want to get stronger, um, if you have a competition or something like that that you're training for, really any type of goal that relates to health and fitness, that's something that I do uh, and I would love to work with you. So please don't hesitate to reach out. My website is chrisgatesfitness.com. Um, you can follow me on social media. I am on basically every platform, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, anywhere that you are, if you search Chris Gates, Chris Gates Fitness, you're likely to find me there. Um, and this podcast, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If there's another podcasting platform that you like to use and the Chris Gates Fitness podcast is not on that platform, uh, please let me know and we'll get it set up and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get the thing on there so you can access it. Um, and you can find full videos of these podcast episodes on my Facebook page and on the YouTube account. So, um, you know, like I said, please go over there, hit like, hit subscribe so you can get all the video content that we put out. So, <clears throat> uh, before we dive into intermittent fasting, just wanted to run through what's been happening lately. Um, a lot has happened over the last two months. Uh, primarily my wife and I, uh, welcomed our first child, a baby girl into the world. And that certainly switched up the routine a little bit. So uh, in terms of putting content together, it uh, content kind of took a back seat here for a while. Um, the, the normal things kept on trucking, kept working with clients and doing all the things associated with that. Um, work continues, training continues, all that good stuff. But uh, content was one of the things that just kind of had to hit pause on it. And uh, I'm excited to get back into it, you know, especially with this episode that we're we're diving into. Um, I'm not sure what the content creation process is going to be like moving forward. Uh, for the longest time now, we've been doing articles, podcast episodes, and all kinds of stuff on a weekly basis. Uh, I'm hoping to keep things pretty consistent. Not sure what that routine will look like, but uh, uh, the one thing I can promise is that we're still going to regularly put out. A lot of good information for you to try and help you reach your health and fitness goals. So um, in terms of goals, 
right before uh, we had our baby, one of the things that I was working on was a three-phase diet plan, and you can find information about that on chrisgatesfitness.com. I actually, about a month ago, wrote a recap to how that entire diet went, and it went really well. Um, and it's a diet that I think I'm going to utilize myself again moving forward the next time I get into a fat loss, weight loss type of phase. Um, and it's one that I kind of want to, uh, over these last few months of the year, I want to kind of uh, put it all together into, there were a lot of articles I wrote, a lot of podcasts I did, videos I did, and I want to kind of bring all those together and maybe do, I'm thinking about another ebook um, to put out there just to put everything in one place and it's something that you could utilize, um, you know, if, if it's a type of diet you want to try. But uh, head over to the website if you, if, if you haven't caught up to all that. It was a really successful diet plan and I, I documented a lot of it in the articles section of my website. Um, but now I've moved on to some, some different training goals, uh, some different nutritional goals mainly. Uh, my goal here for, uh, we're talking long term now, is to build muscle, uh, build back strength, um, and I'm not really interested in revisiting a, a prolonged diet in terms of losing weight, uh, shedding body fat. That's not really in the cards, I don't think, for, I mean, I'm thinking years. I'm thinking the next one to two years at the very least are going to be focused on that singular goal of building muscle and building back strength. Um, I, don't, I haven't really done that properly, I don't think. You know, over the last couple of years, I've gotten into lean bulking phases um, and my training programming has been there. Um, my effort has kind of been there. I mean, I think I put in good effort in the gym, but, I, you know, I'm realizing now I could have put in probably a lot more. Um, and I've always kind of gone into a, a muscle building phase or a bulking phase knowing that, okay, but in a few months, I'm going to want to cut back down. And I just think like, you're just stunting your progress if you're constantly pushing back on the one goal that you're trying to go after. So I'm taking that to heart. Something that I explain to my clients all the time, um, I actually haven't done the best job of practicing what I preach. So that's my goal. We're talking long-term. I'm sure there'll be some mini cuts in there because that's just an effective way to you know, keep the body fat levels at a a, a workable level because if you want to build muscle, if you want to build strength, there's going to be some fat that you gain in the process. So mini cuts can be effective at, you know, keeping that under control in terms of, you know, fat that you're building up uh, in a bulk, um, but also staying focused to the goal that you have. Whereas, you know, if you're, if I'm doing this for the next two years and I have four mini cuts, we're talking about over 104 weeks of the year. I would probably be cutting for 12 of them, uh, which is a much better ratio than what I've been doing the previous two years. So I'm excited to document that, share all that with you. And I have some ideas of content that I can put together because I think one thing that uh, I've thought about doing for a really long time, but haven't actually gotten down to doing it is detailing the specifics about how to perform some of these exercises appropriately and even put together some body part or um, training specific uh, goal type of programs outlining. So here's an example, like if you want to build a bigger chest, what is, what's a proper way 
to go about doing that? What exercises should you be doing? Within those exercises, what is the proper way to do those exercises? Um, how does your diet interact with those training uh, cues that, that that are part of this? I think I have a lot of ideas of things that I can document along the way that could hopefully help you out, and and I'm excited to do that. So. Um, that's kind of the life update portion of this whole section. I'm excited to get back to creating content. Hopefully we can get back into the groove of things and, and make it like it, uh, as close to like what it was, uh, you know, uh, before, but, um, you know, obviously balancing everything to, to make it all work. So, um, let's dive into the topic of the day. The topic of the day is intermittent fasting. And let's first start off by defining what intermittent fasting is. Okay, intermittent fasting. It's pretty simple to define what intermittent fasting is. And quite simply, it is just a way to limit calories that help encourage weight loss. And almost every situation that somebody practices intermittent fasting, they're doing it because they want to lose weight. Now, some people use intermittent fasting every day of their lives and it just works. Um, we'll kind of view this more in the lens of with a body weight goal in mind. And like I said, it's a tool. It is nothing more than a tool. And really, if we dive even deeper, it's a framework or a schedule that helps you outline essentially when to eat and when not to eat. And the reason that intermittent fasting is so effective for so many people is because when we kind of create these guidelines, this framework, this schedule that I'm talking about, um, it makes dieting a lot simpler. So we'll talk about some of these practical examples and, and what I mean in a few minutes here. But um, once you set up the framework that we're talking about, it makes it very, the reason it's effective is because it makes it very easy to remove calories from your diet. Um, so we're talking about an eating schedule. And I want to make sure that we define that so that we're all on the same page. There's nothing magical about intermittent fasting. There will be, you will find people on the internet and elsewhere, uh, maybe at your gym that say intermittent fasting is a superior way to eat. And it is, that's a hundred percent not true. People will tell you that it, it puts you in a fat burning zone and that, that is a hundred percent not true. If you hear anybody really, even outside of this topic, tell you something about a fat burning zone, this I'm telling you to walk away from that person because that's that's a quick sign that says this person doesn't know what they're talking about. Um, there's no such thing as that. Uh, what this is, like I said, is a schedule for you to adhere to with your nutrition. Now, the magic of this diet, this intermittent fasting diet, it really comes into it. Like I said, helps makes it makes it easy for you to remove calories from your diet. Removing calories from your diet puts you in a calorie deficit. The calorie deficit is the magic piece here. Um, you cannot lose weight unless you're in a calorie deficit. This is another thing that for some reason gets debated um, and there's no there's no debate to it. You need to be burning more calories on a daily basis than you are consuming. And this spans the gamut. So we're talking about the amount of food you eat as it relates to just the daily tasks that you do every day. So this could be the calories that you burn just simply walking around the house, doing daily chores. Also, the the workouts that you do each day, if you have a training program, 
all every uh, any movement uh, you burn calories you know through through thought through action whatever you're doing just your, your your body's daily functions burns calories all of this brought together you need to be burning more than you are taking in now you can create a, a calorie deficit in three main ways one you can just reduce the amount of food that you're eating number two you can increase the amount of physical activity that you perform. Or number three, this is the one that I recommend to everybody, is that you do number one and number two. So you reduce the amount of food that you're eating and you increase the amount of physical activity that you're performing. And the reason I recommend that to everybody is because you're getting really both sides of the health benefits. As your weight drops because of you know reducing the amount of food that you eat, you're going to get health benefits because you're getting down to a healthier body weight. But if you're also exercising, you're getting the health benefits of regularly exercising. You're not going to see those in the mirror like you are weight loss, but they are just as important. Um, so I recommend that number three, but you don't have to do both. You could do either one and you'll find yourself into a calorie deficit eventually as you kind of play around with things. And how do you know that you're in a calorie deficit? Well, there's nothing magically going to tell you that you're in one. You can't go and I mean, you can find calculators on the internet that will give you an idea, but the only way that you know that the amount of calories that you're eating puts you in a calorie deficit is if you read and react to what you're doing. So you need to weigh yourself every morning. You need to do that for at least a week. Really, you should be doing it daily um, over the long term. If your weight is going down, congratulations, you're in a calorie deficit. If it's not, hey, you know what? You're not in a calorie deficit yet, but that doesn't mean that you screwed everything up. All you gotta do is adjust to that. So work out 10 minutes more. You know, if you're doing cardio, do 10 minutes more cardio a day or take 100 calories out of your diet. You know, something like that. You can make very small tweaks over time to eventually get yourself in a calorie deficit. Now, that doesn't mean if on day one you weigh yourself and you're saying, this is the start of my diet. And on day two, if you're not down any weight, that doesn't mean that you're not in a calorie deficit. You need to do this for, I mean, at least a week, right? You need to give your body some time to uh, adjust to the new things that you're doing in this diet. Um, but we're talking over time. You'll eventually find out if you're in a calorie deficit because your weight will go down. If your weight doesn't go down, you're not in a calorie deficit, but it's easy to make up for that. So we've established all of that. Now let's talk about some practical examples of what, how you can implement intermittent fasting into your day-to-day. -day. All right, there are a number of ways that you can do this, and uh, there's no real magical way to set it up. It, the magic is about finding what's most ideal for you. So I'm going to tell you about some popular frameworks that seem to work for most people, but understand that you don't have to do it these specific ways. You can set this up in a way that works best for you. Um, one of the methods that I like to recommend to people if they want to try intermittent fasting is I call it the timestamp method. And this is where you identify a feeding window during the day. And what that means is a window of time where you are allowed to eat calories. So an example, you could say you want your first meal of the day to be at 10 a.m. and your last meal of the day would be at 6 p.m. That would give you an eight-hour feeding window. You can eat calories between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. and the rest of the day, which a lot of which will be accounted for by just you sleeping, you will be fasting. So that is an eight-hour on, 16-hour off concept. 
the 816 or 168 is one that a lot of people like to use because um, it gives you enough flexibility that you're not going a super prolonged period without food. Um, it still maybe allows you to have a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner at somewhat normal times. Uh, so that seems to work for a lot of people. But you can time stamp your day really in any way. I mean, if you wanted to go till noon, start eating at noon and end eating at 8 p.m. That's you're still in the 16-8 framework that works. Um, and you're still time stamping things that way. So that's one way that you can use intermittent fasting. Another way that you can implement it, this is one that I prefer, is simply skipping breakfast and pushing the first meal of the day to as late as you possibly can. Um, this isn't as feasible for everyone, but it's one that sets you up well for the back half of the day. Now, Something I've found personally and some of my clients, this has worked for them as well, is that you can honestly get through a big chunk of the morning without breakfast and just having some coffee. Uh, that seems to tide the hunger signals for a while. And especially once you get rolling with it for two, three, four days, your body will acclimate pretty quickly to it. And, um, you know, you could push your first meal all the way back to 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. Um, and then what that allows you to do is get your daily calories, which should be a relatively big number. Let's say you're dieting on 1,600 calories. Well, if you have 1,600 calories to eat during the day and you push your first meal back to 2 p.m., then you have, you know, 2 p.m. to, I don't know, when do you finish dinner normally? 7 p.m.? So you have a five hour window, a smaller window to eat a lot of calories. And what that does is help you feel really satiated, really full and satisfy those, um, those desires for hunger, uh, that you would have normally, you know, a lot of like satisfying hunger is feeling full. So by pushing that first meal so far back in the day, uh, you're able to kind of smash a bunch of calories into a smaller window of time feel full, which, you know, satisfies that need, but you're also still in a calorie deficit over the course of an entire day. So you're still accomplishing being in a calorie deficit, but you're just squeezing that feeding window into a smaller period of time. When I was younger, I actually, that's what I did. And I didn't even know I was doing intermittent fasting, but like <laughs> I wasn't terribly motivated in high school or college to uh, wake up and accomplish things in the morning. So, I mean, my goal was like, okay, let's sleep as long as we can until first I have to get up to go to my first class and I'll just roll into class. So I like never ate breakfast and my first meal would always be in the afternoon. And it's probably something that helped me prevent gaining like the freshman 15 or a ton of weight in college because I just wasn't eating the first half of the day. Um, but then I felt really full the rest of the day because I was able to stuff my face. Uh, like I said, I didn't know I was doing it back then, but um, it's something that that I think actually probably helped me stay relatively lean throughout college. Um, and these are, again, these are all examples. You need to find what's going to work for you, but those are two, the timestamp method and then the, the method of just skipping breakfast and pushing that meal as late in the day as you can. Those are two examples of ways that you can perform intermittent fasting. And again, it's all about just you finding a framework that works for you and then you know, you have to adhere to it. So that's the big, that's the big piece. Um, so yeah, let's get into, to wrap this up, we'll get into some coaching cues, uh, about utilizing intermittent fasting on a daily basis. All right. So there are no hard and fast rules here. That's, 
the the name of the game and in terms of the coaching cues is you don't have to fast for any specific amount of time. Um, you know, I will say like you probably have to be on a daily basis, uh, hours wise, time wise, fasting for longer than whatever your feeding window ends up being. If you're doing like 12 on 12 off, you're not really doing intermittent fasting. But generally speaking, you don't have to do a specific schedule. Uh, you don't have to eat any specific foods. You don't have to do any specific types of workouts. And there is no magic to any of this. It's setting up a schedule that is advantageous to helping you burn fat and lose weight. So all you have to do is choose a model. And from there, like I ended the the examples with, be adhere to it as, as consistently as you possibly can. Uh, and, and hold yourself accountable. If you're not doing that, just like with any other diet, uh, you know, if you're doing keto, but you're having ice cream, well, I guess keto and ice cream wouldn't work out. If you're doing carnivore and you're having ice cream, um, you know, it's not going to really work. You're, you're not really adhering to what the focus or the goal of that diet is. So you need to hold yourself accountable. You need to adhere to the schedule that, uh, that you're setting up for yourself. And then quite simply from there, experiment evaluate your progress over time. Don't make rash decisions, but weigh yourself every morning on a daily basis. See how your weight reacts. Uh, see how you're feeling um, and make changes as you go. If you start with a, say you start with a 16-8 and you find out that like eight is just, man, it's just like stretching it a little bit too much. You could go to 15-9 and maybe 15-9 works out for you perfectly. You're allowed to do that. You can change. You don't have to be doing any one thing. So that's my my coaching recommendation to you. If you want to try intermittent fasting, I, I highly recommend it. Um, if you're trying to lose weight, it just simplifies things and uh, you know adhere to it. Be consistent, track your progress, and you're gonna find that you make progress over time if you're reading and reacting to it in a way that makes sense. So that's gonna wrap up today's episode. A little bit of a longer one, but I was happy to jump back on here and also happy to update you guys on everything that's been going on and uh, looking forward to putting out more episodes here moving forward. So thanks again for listening. Like I said, you know, if intermittent fasting is something that you're interested in getting a little bit of coaching on, or, um, you know, you just have health and fitness goals, or you just, you know, want a, a trainer to be able to bounce information off of, that's what I do. Um, so please feel free to reach out to me, chrisgatesfitness.com. That's where all of my coaching information is. I also have hundreds of articles on training, nutrition, um, mindset, really anything related to pursuing these types of goals on my website. So check that out. Follow me on all the social media platforms. Just search for Chris Gates Fitness. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment or a review if you can. That really helps me out. And I will talk to you guys again in the next one. All right. See ya.